How much time till we're on? Get, get on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. 400 metres to go. It's absurd moving up on the outside for Zach Burden. A length in front but without a fight is running on right down the centre of the track. Without a fight up to absurd Bauer and Claire and Shiraz the Volta. It's without a fight. 100 metres to go. Two or three lengths in front coming away from Shiraz and also Solgum. Without a fight, Mark Zara, a Melbourne Cup champion, wins it by two lengths. Second in the race was Sulkin, third Shiraz. Yeah, well done to Mark Zara. Won back-to-back Melbourne Cups after switching from Gold Trip onto Without a Fight, pocketing a cool $4.4 million mm-hmm. for the Freeman Racing and trainers Sam and Lee Freeman. That was the Melbourne Cup run and one for 2023. Welcome to Sports Day, Scotty Sattler and our listeners. Yeah, welcome. Uh, what a great afternoon. Always is, even if you're not a... It's, it's one of those sports, isn't it, or one of those events, Melbourne Cup, when it comes around and you may not be a regular punter throughout the year, you've got no idea about Ah, oh, you become form. an expert on the day. You've got no idea what a jockey is or what they do. And for one day, there are, this, there are other events where people feel as though they become experts all of a sudden. Mm. AFL Grand Final Day is one mm. for me. All my mates are are just rabid rugby league fans, but AFL Grand Final Day, they, they give me all the stats and the and the details on who will win on AFL, and they haven't watched one AFL game all year. Good to see uh, my daughter. One of my daughters, Amani, texts me today. She goes, who are you going for in the Melbourne Cup? Like it was a football game. Uh, she said, the teacher's letting us watch it in class. And that's what a fantastic education this country <laughs> is built on, horse racing and having a punt. Yeah, so, yeah, well done, Mark Zara, who, of course, Won on Gold Trip last year. Got into without a fight and and got men- into trouble after winning the uh, the Caulfield Cup. Yeah, whipping too many times. Yes. Seven race suspension. He did. Came back just in time for this carnival. I know. What are the odds? Yes, I don't know. Or well, nine odds, to one. I don't know what the odds were. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I got to say, yes, I got to say, great pre-race entertainment. Can I just ask a question? Well, Daddy, have you changed the channel? Oh. Mate, I've got a race on. Woogie's got a race on. He's got a. He's, it's he's, the last leg of the quarter, and I'm yeah. alive. Yeah, he's alive. He's changed the bloody channel. He's got it on Showcase as well. Daddy, are you kidding? Of if he's, number six gets up, I win over a grand. If number seven gets up, I win over six hundred. No violence. No I, violence. I can't believe you've done this to me. <laughs> Seriously, now, Sam. Sam wouldn't have done this, would have he? I hope he can't even find the. The channel now. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, the, he's going the other way. The pre-race entertainment. Delta. Yeah, who cares? Tick. Where's the race? Delga, Delta, tick. Natalie Imbruglia, tick. Who? Imbruglia? Natalie Imbruglia. Im- yeah, the tick for the Where's national anthem. Been? And John Stevens. How good he looked. Yeah, the, John Stevens may be the new Daryl Braithwaite when it comes to race day. Now I've got the cricket on. It's a sign. It means. Oh, it's there lost. it is. It's on another channel. I'm going to watch it. I'll be back. Okay. So while he's going to do that, uh, and you would have heard all afternoon around the Melbourne Cup and the result, of course, and uh, well done to without a fight. I was on Sulcombe that came second. I've got to say, one of the great rides. 
Um, but last place, we're going to focus on last place. How'd you go? You're about as good as Magical Lagoon. Number nine got up. I needed six or seven. Yeah, no good. You win some, you lose more. Exactly, yeah. Imagine what you could be buying. Now, Magical Lagoon probably fits into your the way you're feeling right now. Magical Lagoon was officially last place getter, yeah. last finishing horse. In it did, one didn't finish the Melbourne Cup. Is that right? One pulled up. Mm. And in the, in, of course, in the many of us say, oh, who cares? You know, last place getter. But in a lot of sweeps in your offices. In your what? Sweeps in your office. All oh, right. Yeah. So you do yes. actually get something for yes. last place, don't you? Yes. So Magical Lagoon came last. So. What are some of our most celebrated last place getters? What? What are some of the people, teams or or players or oh West Tigers that haven't succeeded? West Tigers. West Tigers. They get well. They do. They get a lot of a lot of headlines. Not the best headlines. Haven't but they finished last the last two seasons? Yes, they have. There's one. Exactly. Fat Pizza. Or it doesn't finish last. Just can't win. Well, we can throw can't win in there either. Like okay, it could be. Who's someone who's Parramatta? Just... Sorry, Steve. Yeah, but you're right. Some some of those teams that just for some reason can't, or individuals that just can't win that. Anyone that plays Penrith in a grand final. <laughs> <laughs> what about Eric the Eel? Uh, Eric Musumba. Remember him in the Olympics? No, Eric the Eagle. No, Eric the Eel. Which one was he? That was Eddie the Eagle. Oh, there's Eddie the Eagle. Yeah, and in Eric the Olympics. The... <laughs> Which one was Eric the Eel? Eric the Eel was Eric Musumbani, which is a, he was a swimmer who qualified for the Olympics for his, I think he was Ecuadorian Guinea, and he swam in a heat and was so far behind, they were more or less trying to drag him out of the pool oh, to say, we've got to get to the next heat, mate. Oh, you can't but do he, that. He became a legend. Yeah. Eric the Eel. Did he get a partici- uh, participation certificate? Possibly. Right. Possibly. So also, There wouldn't be many. Would they? People who are just what last place getters, or people who just can't can't seem win. to win. Yeah, you are right with Parramatta. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah. Watch uh, watch Brisbane Eel and don't say it. I'll say it and I'll click it. Okay. You know Origin. Say it. New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not true. Yeah, hi gents. Dave says, what about Eddie the Eagle? You're exactly right. So, he was so famous they made a movie about him. I can't think of anyone else. Mm. Like, honestly, this could be the shortest phone topic we've ever done. No, I don't think so. In the history of this radio show. Doesn't, they don't have to come last. They just, for some reason, just can't win. Don't know how to win. The ultimate prize. Mm. They find it difficult. You know what? Parramatta is the perfect example, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Well, they have won it. Yeah, but it was a long time ago. That doesn't count. Don't worry. They said that about South Sydney for a lot of years. Welcome to our listeners through the Super Radio Network. Uh, we've got SEN listeners through 1170. SENQ um, in Brisbane, 1620 on the Gold Coast, SEN Track, SEN Fanatic, all those on the SEN app. And hello to our listeners through New Zealand who are still celebrating uh, the Kiwis win on Saturday afternoon uh, through our SEN head station. Here's a good one from 780. Australian rugby. <laughs> there we go. Oh, long, Eddie it. Jones. <laughs> Mark says the English cricket team. Oh, yes. Yeah. So there's, there's plenty. They, there's, they can't win the ultimate prize for whatever reason.
there's going to be plenty that will come from our listeners. Angelo Matthews could not win a two-minute dash. A lot of people don't know who Angelo Matthews And there's no relation to you. Actually, we're going to talk about Angelo, Angelo Matthews very soon in the Cricket World Cup. And because of his slow tactics, there's no doubt that he is that he's related to you. Well, uh, Nathan Hindmarsh. Yeah, Mark, yeah Mark, actually, Mark just said Nathan Hindmarsh. Mm. Uh, yeah, Angela, what about that? Let's get into the good oil. Thanks to our uh, great mates at Cobram Estates, premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. So, Angelo Matthews took more than his allotted time to head to the crease overnight. Angelo Matthews, I think, was pleading his case that as he walked onto the field and attempted to put his helmet on, the strap came unstuck or burst. And so he could not take strike because he could not attach the helmet securely. Oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. Angelo Matthews given out without facing a ball. Timed out. Bangladesh have asked the question and here goes Matthews. He tried to plead his case. He's not happy. There are many who are not going to be happy with what just happened. You have to be ready to face the first ball within two minutes. Matthews was not and hence been given out. Yeah. Two minutes Actually, in uh, an ODI, you've got to get to the crease. A talking topic should be crap rules. <laughs> Why do you think that's a crap rule? Because there's an argument of safety around it. It doesn't matter whether he's facing a spinner because his chin strap couldn't be used to a helmet, which is an important piece in cricket. Mm-hmm. So it's like saying, oh, I don't need my seatbelt on. I'm just going around the corner. So, so, so this is the first time this has happened in the history of professional yeah. cricket, right? So you've got two minutes from the dismissal to face your first ball, which mm. is a mountain of time. Is it? By the time you leave your seat. Well, everyone's managed to do it. I, I, I don't know. I'm saying. It's plenty of time. And a lot of them spend time. I don't know where he was. Is okay. that why cricket players don't talk to each other when they walk out? <laughs> That's right. And they cross paths? nod. That annoys me. Um, that, that he, not, a lot of the time now, this is why in the Big Bash, they mm. actually sit on the sidelines. Yep. So there's, they've got their timed as well. I, does it stink? Yeah, it's not a great way to get out, but it is the law. Do you reckon he would have known the law? Oh, mate, he is the, he is the most experienced player. Do you, it would surprise you how many experienced rugby league players wouldn't know all the rules in rugby league because you well, don't see some rugby of league players aren't smart. Let's AFL, be honest. Whatever sport it is, there's some experienced players that wouldn't know some rules. And if, unless some of the officials told them, and we haven't seen them for however many years... They haven't raised their their head. They would go, really? Is that a rule? Oh, I can't, mate. It, it is a rule, and, I, and, and you know what he did wrong. I I, t- I actually, oh look, he's out, right? So the first bloke to be given out for being timed out, he, mate, within the law, it's right, Sats. Mm. It's a hundred percent right, and I believe Bangladesh were in their rights to appeal. He, there's one, and I heard Michael Vaughan talk about this on the Crick Buzz. Um, video podcast or whatever they call it. He said there's a better way. He could, there's two things he could have done. He could have faced the first ball against the spinner mm. and then asked to have, you know, said, said to him, umpire, I've just got to get my helmet fixed, the strap's broken. Or he could have went up to the captain of Bangladesh and said, mate, I can do one of two things. I can face this first ball um, or do you mind if I just get this quickly replaced? He could have done that. It's it's actually not his call. It's the fielding team's call. Because you know what happens at the it's end of the rule, but 
Well, it's the law. I know, but it's a crap rule. Well, there are a lot of crap rules I mean, in the sports. Out- the outcome, I think, is quite excessive where you just you lose your ability to bat. Instead of saying, you know what, you didn't get out in the two minutes. We're going to add extra time onto the fielding team who can get penalised. So when are they going to do all this? Or and we're going to take twenty. We're going to take twenty runs off you. Or we're going to. You can face two less overs. Either or. They're, they're going I to think, work I that out on the spot, are they? I think, no, it can be a rule that could be implemented. But at the moment, it's a rule, but it's a crap rule. I don't think it is. It's well, not hard to get out and face your first ball in well, two minutes. Well, the the sh- game drags on. You know, T20's meant to go three hours. It now goes three hours 40. Oh, the game's going longer and longer. 40. All these reviews. But don't you love test cricket? Yeah, but it's that a that different game. Yeah, but it's a, oh, don't start. <laughs> so now, if, if a batsman hits the ball towards the non-striker's end, mm-hmm. and the non-striker's out of their crease, yep. right, and the bowler touches the ball miraculously and it hits the stumps, that's a run out, right? Absolutely. But that's a horrible way to get out, though. No. It's... Surely we can all use our feelings no. in the game and not give them out. It was no. to give a hug and he's out all day. <laughs> and that law is there for that reason. Do you reckon they time every, every batter? Absolutely. Do you reckon? There's a little stopwatch. <laughs> Have you seen the amount of stuff that umpires carry out to the field now? No. They're like a police officer. Really? They've got that much stuff hanging off, and I'm mm. sure there's a stopwatch in there. They've got tweezers. I don't know what they're for. What happens when the ball hits the helmet? If when, when the helmet, you know, sits in different... Five runs. Yeah. Why? Why five? Oh, well, okay. What, well, you don't like that rule either? Let's put all those helmets why, around the boundary. Why not four? Why five? Why is a boundary four, Scott? <laughs> what are you doing? Just making up rules as they go along. Listen, why don't we just nowadays, if a bloke gets hit on the, or a woman. What did Daddy Vass, Daddy what? Vass said, I'll tell you a rule I hated when they changed the corner post rule. What? So, what, so if you touch the corner post in mid air yeah. and score the try, it's a try. But once upon a time it was out. Daddy Vass, are you serious? That's one of the great rule changes in rugby league. Millennial. Mm. Yeah, and he does, he's not a member, so he hasn't got a. <clears throat> He hasn't got a, a dog in this fight, so to speak. Yep. What do you think of the uh, the decision last night in the ODI World Cup? Is it fair play? I re- we'll have Jimmy Marr on shortly, mm-hmm. former Australian ODI, Queensland legend. He'll join us. We'll have a chat to him about that. Uh, Daddy Vass, who we might even time out if he doesn't get through his three burning questions in 20 minutes mm-hmm. tonight. He's got three questions And for also, us. you're a fridge serpent. What? You've never heard of a fridge serpent? No. It's when you go to the fridge and you use other people's particulars in the fridge. Me? Yeah. Are you kidding? Or in the kitchen and never replace them. Are you? What? Yeah. Seriously, I was on on deathbed. I'll give you two examples. Oh, here we go. Manuka honey. Can I use some of your manuka honey and I'll replace it? You've never replaced it. I actually do have it at home. I swear to God. And I've got this sauce, listeners, in Are the you fridge. serious? And you said, can I use some of your sauce? Yeah, no worries. I'll replace it. Never replaced it. You are unbelievable. Mate, you are full of it. I never said You're I'd replace serpent. it. I took a tablespoon of your dressing. Toolman says, I'm with you, Woogie. Check your equipment before you go out. No, he checked it and he got out there and something happened to the strap. So you ask the skipper of the opposing team, do you mind if I get this replaced? Don't take it upon yourself. It's not your time, mate. It's the fielding team's time. Because they'll it's get a safety concern, but Sats, yes. Then you ask the opposing captain, "Do you it's, mind if I swap?" That's the rules. It's safety. And if anyone says the spirit of cricket, get lost. 
as Michael Vaughan said in this Crickbiz video, go and watch. There is no spirit in cricket. I can't wait to watch it. Actually, be good. <laughs> what are you going to watch? Are you going home to watch Virgin River on Netflix tonight? No, or I something? never watched that. Never oh, watched Paul. it. I will watch your mum, my dad. Um, walk out with your helmet on like every other batter, you idiot. That's Brendan right. Says. Stop playing victims, everyone. Oh, it's, it's it doesn't feel good. It's the bloody rules, buddy from Birong. How are you, mate? Buddy. G'day, boys. How, how are you, champion? How, yeah, good. How is the fighting city of Birong going, mate? How good is Birong? Oh, it just gets better with age. It does, mm. does it? Birong Boys High School. It bred many a champion. Not me, of course. Well, the population is aging. You are right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy, have, have we asked this before? Did you go to Birong High as well, like I did? No, no, no. I went to uh, Benedict's at Auburn, but I used to hang out with all you blokes. Snob. Was that a was that a yeah. snobby school? Yeah, no, no, of yeah. course. Yeah. We wore boater hats and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Birong boys. We're tough. We no, were very no, tough. But we, used to all, we all hung out at Birong Station. Oh, yeah. And the girls used to knock off a half hour after us. That's why Buddy was hanging around Birong Station. Anyway, Buddy. And that's why we hung around. <laughs> On the timeout, mate, what do you what do you reckon? Look, I, I don't like it. Like the spirit of the game is you can't touch the ball either, but we don't go calling for uh, appeals when somebody picks up the ball. So don't like it. Fair enough. All right. That's a good idea. Yeah, I mean it's a good that's a good shout out. Yeah. All right, thanks for your call, mate. How'd, you, how'd you go on the cup? Uh, I got the winner, but I also got uh, fourth and fifth. So no good in the trifecta. All right, no worries. Trifecta played a fair bit too, actually. Yeah, yeah. Did it? yeah right. Mm. All right, buddy. Have a good one, mate. Up Birong. Good stuff, legend. Yeah, boy. Yeah, bye. I love Birong. Mm. I get a little teary when someone when Buddy rings. Really? Yeah. Lots of texts coming through. Someone's calling me a half wit, and it's only five twenty one, six twenty one daylight savings. Um, can I say, Craig from Maitland? Please give us a call back. Okay. Uh, Mark says, never wins me when I'm in an argument with my miss. miso. What are you talking about? I'm no, just bringing this well, you never win. Oh, he right. says, me okay. in an argument with my miso. Right. Oh, gotcha. Okay, well, there's mm. another the thing. What about the Jamaican? We've had a, a few votes for this one. George on the text line says, the Jamaican bobsled team. Again, great movie. Cool yes, running. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we've got a few votes for that. Thank you very much. Uh, 355, the New Zealand cricket team. Well, New Zealand before sort of last weekend weren't winning a lot, were they? But they're still in the finals. This one is calling me a half-wit and a fat slob. Oh, you, oh you, wow. Saying that it's three minutes. Hey, man boobs, you're a, Oh, no, this is from man boobs. Oh, that's man boobs, yeah. That's man, sorry, I, I get that stuffed up all the time. Your assistant Sat should know it's now three minutes. No, well, I, I haven't not. read the wisdom rule book for this year, but everywhere I've read it's two minutes for ODIs. James. So... Correct me if I'm right. We've got Dan, Dean. Sorry, says, man boobs. Jaws says Jamaican. James says Jamaican. Seems to be the favourite at the moment. What about Miko in Toowoomba? I love Toowoomba. Uh, Miko in Toowoomba. Norman in majors. Now, oh, yes. Well, he did win two British Opens. Yeah, but that doesn't count. <laughs> it's, it's only the longest. He didn't, win, he didn't win the Masters. Major. Yeah. The green jacket. That's what everyone wants, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Hey? yeah it's cold over there. Isn't that terrible? That, what? Like he's one of our, he's one of our great sportsmen, Norman. The amount of time that he was at number one, for us, as an Australian, mm. number one in golf for so many years, so mm. many years. Mm. But he's remind he gets reminded every time of his capitulation in, in the Masters. Mm. Sad, isn't it? Oh, I think he's doing all right. 
Yeah. I mean, remember those pictures of him on the beach last year with his mongrel? Remember that? He's, he's too iron. Yeah. Mm. So uh, Australia uh, playing tonight. Yeah, we're playing Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Uh, don't know whether Steve Smith's going to play because he's suffering from vertigo. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, right, whatever I am. Yep. Don't you get vertigo from going up and down a lift all the time? Is that how you – what is vertigo? Dad used to get vertigo. Oh, did he? Yeah, before you were here. Is that from waking up uh, from your afternoon nap too quickly? (laughs) But how do you get vertigo? I don't know. I don't know. And I'm not taking the P155 out of it. And our listeners are smarter than us when it comes to – I had a friend of mine who used to get his hats all the time from lifts, Mm. going up and down lifts. Mm. But other than it being an Alfred Hitchcock movie – I don't know. I don't know how what, how what, you birds? get it. No, vertigo. Oh, vertigo. I don't know how you get it. Mm, and what, what the side effects of vertigo are. Well, vertigo just feels like you're – feels like when you've got jelly legs getting off a boat for a long time, you, you sort of – you can't get your bearings right. You're, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, you sort of have to sit down and mm. – um, Steve has jumped on the text and said 100% two minutes only – for ODI, because that's played under ICC rules, not MCC rules. Uh, Daddy keeps sending us texts going, new talkie, when has someone borrowed something off you which you've never got back? What Based on what? Are you using, you being a fridge serpent, where you use stuff out of the kitchen and you never put it back? Or what have you borrowed and, and haven't given back? I don't know. I wouldn't have. I don't know either. Actually, hey, talk about rules. Yeah, we've got to go to Daddy a break. Daddy does make a really good point. What? Rat played nearly 50 tests for Australia, didn't know the rules. Mm. Uh, rugby, yeah. yeah. And uh, man boobs also, he says, get it right, Sats. What did I do wrong? I don't know what I did wrong. He said, get it right, Sats. What's he, what's he talking uh, about is now? It, is it about the two minutes or... I, don't, I didn't say it was two minutes. I didn't know it was two minutes. We've just had Steve honest. check it out. And mm. Steve, I'm, I'm, I'm going with Steve rather than man boobs. David, what have I done to you? Hey, Woogie, it must be hard swimming against the tide all the time. I don't swim. I don't get it. I'll turn Gabby. You are correct on the time. Thank you. And you're entitled to your opinion. I love it, he says. So, see, this is what you do. What this, have I done? All I'm just saying is he's out. No, this is what you do. You only read the top line what? of the text message. David from Old Toon Gabby was actually giving you a rap, a compliment. So you just read, hey, Woogie, it must be hard swimming oh, against the tide well, all the time. that's the text I'm saying. But then, he said, but then he, when you click on it, it gives you the – I don't know whether you've been in the game that long. <laughs> but then it says, David, oh. Old Toon Gabby, P.S., oh. you are correct on the timeout law and entitled to your opinion. I actually love it. Thank you, David. You're back in the good – but oh. I still – I don't swim. Got to go to a break. Uh, one of the best – Queensland cricketers of all time uh, joining us, Jimmy Ma. Good bloke too. One of the great guys. He joins us next on Sports Day. Lots to talk about, about in the cricket world. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Angelo Matthews, I think, was pleading his case that as he walked onto the field and attempted to put his helmet on the strap, came unstuck or burst and so he could not take strike because he could not attach the helmet securely oh dear oh dear oh dear oh dear angelo matthews given out without facing a ball timed out bangladesh have asked the question and here goes matthews he tried to plead his case he's not happy there are many who are not going to be happy 
with what's just happened. You have to be ready to face the first ball within two minutes. Matthews was not and hence been given out. Yeah, that's that controversy overnight, Satsi, uh, at the uh, one-day international World Cup. Time for a cricket update for twoies. I feel like a twoies or two, a man who's played a fair whack of uh, one-day cricket, and I reckon, and Satsi, you probably agree with this, should have been in the Australian one-day team more. But it was that era that, that he came Absolutely through agree. in. Yeah. Um, but he joins us tonight and he knows his stuff about cricket. Jimmy Ma, former Queensland cricketer, G'day, Aussie boys. cricketer. Hello, Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. How are you, mate? How are we, Jim? How are you, Sats? Good to hear you, boys. Yeah, great, Jimmy. Great, Jim. Of course, I'm here arguing with uh, with Jace around the um, the furore around last night in that oh. game. Um, but, I, I mean, I didn't realise it was a rule, first and foremost. But um, what do you make of it? Oh man, how how dirty would you be? But like, oh, yeah. imagine all the preparation that you go out there and like says, mate, you're out. <laughs> you haven't faced a pallet yet. You know, like it's a it's a bit of a tough call. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, they, the players know. We all know you've got two minutes or whatever to get on the field and face the ball. So, I mean, there's no argument from his point of view. I, I suppose the the helmet issue is is the thing that people just can't get their head around because. Um, you know, it, it should be ready to go, and the guys, you know, they're going out to bat. You should have it, have all your equipment intact. And I mean, we always check it when we're waiting to go out to bat anyway. So mm. it's just crazy that that would be an issue going into a, a, such a big game. Yeah, you've always got to know your kit. Aside from this, and this, I've always wanted to know, Jimmy. Even in Test cricket, how come batters don't talk to each other when they cross <laughs> paths? It really annoys me. <laughs> Well, you've got two different you've got two different <laughs> scenarios here, stats. You've got one that's got the absolute boo hits with what's gone on because he's out, and the next one's coming in and he's trying to make sure that he doesn't do what the bloke that's gone out's doing. So they're to- two totally different scenarios. So you, yeah, they. I mean, there's an occasion if the batsman that gets out is has scored well or has done well, he'll whisper to the bloke, "Well, mate, it's you know, it's reversing or you know, two fifties enough." You know, if you need another 30 or something like that. But, yeah, if, if the bloke that's going out's had a bad day, uh, they, they can often walk in different directions. Did you um, ever cop a spray from a, a batsman coming off, like, like one that was so angry? It was just exploding as you were uh, walking on? Not, not, uh, not really from walking on, but I remember when I ran AB out on Taboo before I faced the ball, I remember he was... He was pretty angry, and and I thought, yes, gee whiz, be. I hope this game goes for about four. <laughs> I hope this game goes for four days, so I don't have to go back in the dressing room. <laughs> but um, but yeah, he he certainly um, yeah, he was angry that day. But crossing it, you know, someone someone that's walking back into the pavilion and you're crossing them, very rarely would they show a lot of emotion towards the batsman coming in because they know he's still got a job to do. So yeah, yeah it's a, it's a tough one. Aussies take on Afghanistan tonight in the ODI World Cup. Just going all right. We've won five on the trot now, Jimmy, and uh, we still haven't settled on our on our final team. We should get the job done tonight. Mitch Marsh is now back in India from a quick visit home to deal with some family family stuff. Uh, would you put him in at number three tonight? Yeah, straight back in for me. I think they've got to. We've got to get our team right now for the for the um, the big ones. You know, we're we're in the finals. I think the semis now. So I don't think there's any mucking around. We've got to get our right side. We've got to get some consistency, and we've got to um, you know get that side back 
ready to, to take on the, the semi-final, whoever that's going to be. Looks like it may be India or South Africa. Um, and I think, you know, tonight's game, or, you know, I think we're, we're morals against Afghanistan, although they've had <laughs> the, the upset here and there this year. But, um, yeah, I, I think we've just got to make sure that we, we prepare well for the, the big games coming up. So I don't think there's any doubt in my mind they should play Mitch Marsh and, and get everything uh, back on track. Yeah, I reckon he's in the best spot to be a, a number one all-rounder at the moment. Cam Green did say throughout the week that he's happy to step down to let him back in the side. And I, uh, We had a chat about it off-air, didn't we, today, Sats? I reckon he's number four in the pecking list anyway at the moment, Cam Green. I see him more as a, a test player. So Mitch Marsh is, is crucial for a win. Do you see any other possible changes? But, you know, do you keep Stoinis in? Um, do you keep Smith and Labuschagne? Although Smith and Doubt tonight with vertigo, but would you go into the finals with both Smith and Labuschagne? Probably not. I probably wouldn't play Labuschagne. I'd play Smith. Um, I think Stoinis, um, you, you, you'd stick with him as well. So, oh, look, to me, the big thing, guys, is I don't think they need to panic too much about who they decide to go with. I think it's whoever they decide to go, they've got to get in there and get it picked and, and make sure they stick with it from here. Afghanistan semi-final, final. There's no, there's no room for mucking around now. I think, I think it's really important that they pick and stick, um, and and without any other interruption, you just stay with that side. Jimmy, have you had a big night on the Terps with, say, like an Ian Healy or a Trevor Gilmeister or an Alfie Langer, and next morning claimed you've had vertigo? <laughs> I, 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 definitely not. Definitely not claimed <laughs> I've had vertigo. Uh, have I had a big night on the Turks with those three people? Definitely I have. Now, Jimmy, um, when we look at the – well, the final four is not, is not settled yet. New, uh, New Zealand's sitting in a, quite a precarious situation when it comes to Afghanistan as well, sitting on the same points. Is, is there anyone that can challenge India? And if so, is it only Australia or do you think South Africa can challenge as well? Yeah, look, I've, I do forgive South Africa a bit for the other night. Mm. Um, and I've had this feeling the whole time that it could be their time. That that has definitely, um, you know, worried my thoughts because they got flogged. But um, I, I just think that they're the sort of the forgotten team. Australia, yes, we, we can get there. India, as everyone can see, they look unbeatable like at the moment. However, I've still got this thing in my head. They've gone through undefeated. They're going to get to the end. Everyone expects them to win. They've got a billion, trillion people watching the, the, them and expecting them to win, and they haven't made a mistake yet. So that sort of worries me if you're an Indian supporter. Um, New Zealand haven't dismissed them totally yet. If they can sneak into the four, they're dangerous. So it, it's really an intriguing battle, you know, between those mm. four teams. And, mm. and on their day, we've seen, like, South Africa belted us. Um, India belted South Africa, yet... Um, um, Australia, India belted Australia, so it's a very, it's a very interesting um, World Cup at the moment. And on the on their day, I think conditions play a huge part. So if if India get the conditions to suit in terms of winning the toss and batting or bowling when it needs to be, they're, they're almost impossible to beat. But I just got this little funny feeling about South Africa, and I don't know why, but. Yeah, I think they're a big chance. Yeah, I agree. Now, Adam on the text line says, I remember Jimmy running at AB. The commentators bagged him for it. Then he hit a six <laughs> or two and was the hero. He was a quality player. He played in a different era. He would have played plenty of matches for Australia. So he got some love there, Jimmy. Hey, listen, you're an Innisfail boy. 
during the winter months, yep. did you did you ever run out for the Innisfail leprechauns? No, mate. Yeah, maybe in sixth grade. Definitely not in, <laughs> not in the top flight in rugby league. <laughs> I was making sure I put my foot into touch looking for the oranges in rugby league. Um, but yeah, mate. No, definitely. Um, yeah, definitely love the Innisfail. You know, born and bred in Innisfail, and, I, and then I, we sort of moved to Gordon Vale and. Um, had a news agency there and then lived in Cairns for a long time then ended up in, in Babinda before heading um, down to Brisbane. So, yeah, mate, no, it's uh, sort of lived in every part of Farnold, Queensland. I miss it dearly, but it's it's always be a, a place close to home. Jeez, Gordon Vale's changing too, mate. mate of mine lives there and it is changing at the rate of knots, that place near Cairns. Hey, I know. It's development going on out there, mate. It's crazy. I know. It's getting bigger and bigger. I hope There's you kept... Two, I hope... 4,000 people now. Mate, I hope you kept some land. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we did, but, yeah, we'll, we'll try and find some next time we're up there. All right, Jimmy, we appreciate your time on Sports Day today, mate, and, and we love the, the work you do with the, uh, the Bulls Masters as well, mate. Good stuff there. Yeah, thanks, boys. Have a good night, and I hope, uh, I hope Australia can, can get over Afghanistan tonight. Beauty. Stuff, Jimmy Ma joining us on Sports Day, Queensland cricketing legend. And you're right, Adam, uh, he, if he had been around in a different era, he would have played a lot more cricket for, for Australia, without a doubt. He reminds me of Jamie Siddons, Jamie Cox, all those players. You talk to a lot of the, 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 cricket, the cricketers that, that Jimmy's played with um, and played against, and every man to a T has spoken about how he is the ultimate team man. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's our one day crickets uh, World Cup update. Thanks to Tui's brought to you by Tui's. I feel like a Tui's or two when we come back. Three burning questions on Sports Day. The all electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. With up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Honestly. Hang on. Uh, Welcome back to the show. Scotty Sattler. Welcome back to the show. It's like dealing with idiots in here. Honestly. Hey, leave Daddy Vassal. So we're talking about vertigo and... And we're trying to explain to Woogie that vertigo is a symptom. It's not a condition, okay? So it's a symptom of something else. Yeah, but you're not a doctor. The way you're describing it. But our listeners are smarter than us. Now, Mickey G from Woodbury is driving the loud folk around. I've got a That's Ridiculous. It's a good That's Ridiculous for you a little bit later, Mickey G. Uh, Woogie and Sats, vertigo is a dizziness that affects balance, which is not necessarily disease-related. can be triggered by quick quick movement. Uh, We've got plenty of people here talking about it. Getting vertigo listening to Sats. Yeah. (laughs) Vertigo. All right. Okay. Listen. It's a mystery disease. It doesn't hold up in court. Right. Billy if, <laughs> if you've got a uh, that's ridiculous for it, send it for us. Send it through 0457 736 7363. Burning questions for Toolkit Depot. Tools, equipment, safety gear, and workwear. You've got two minutes to get through this, Daddy Vass, or you will be timed out. Well, I'm probably going to be timed out because I have a nomination and it's uh, for our talkie. No, this is not. This is through. People who can't win, Nico Hines. Oh, so okay. Three burning questions. Wow. All right. So you've touched on it a little bit earlier. Cam Green, he put his hand up. Uh, you know, during the week to be axed. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not with this Sats. I just wanted to get your thoughts. What would you do if you're in his position? You're asking Sats or me? Both. 
So Cam Green said, I, I'm, I'm okay to be left out for yeah, if, yeah. if it's for the best of the team with Mitch Marsh, etc. Yeah, and I, I think, like, as a sports person, you have to be competitive, right? And you have yeah, to yeah, fight yeah. for yeah. your position. So what are, you, what are your thoughts, Woogie? I, 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 I think... Do you know what I think? Um, you go, Sam. Yeah. Give us the panel up. Um, <laughs> I think you've got to be careful what you wish for. I agree with you. You've got to fight, fight for your position. Um, yeah, you know, he, he, he went over there as, as one of the, the starting 11. Um, he's probably gone back a couple of cogs. But don't ever give the coach an opportunity to let you down lightly. And what I mean by that is it's a tough discussion you've got to have as a coach with players when you've got to leave them out for whatever reason. But if you're a player that it, that makes that that makes that conversation easier for a coach, it means a lot of the times you're the one that's going to receive the bad news because it's easier to let you down. If that mm. makes sense. I have no idea what you just said. He knows he's fourth in line as the all rounder in the team, and Mitch Marsh has got the priority. So he's just nah. being a good team man. He's getting on the front foot. No, nah, he doesn't know he's fourth. I don't even understand a word you just said then. Yeah, because you're trying to be rude no, to me. No, you're trying to sound all smart in that. Well, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm telling <laughs> no, you. No, I've heard enough that's of what it. Happens with, that's what happens with coaches. You give them the opportunity. So oh, no, not again. <laughs> it, happens, it happens in all sports. Sad. Don't get cranky with me. Well done. Why can't you just say, no, he's an idiot for doing that? You should keep fighting for your spot. Did I not say that originally? Yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's what he started Listen, minutes. See those two big lumps of meat on the side of your head? They're called ears. <laughs> I'm going to go you tonight. I swear, I swear to God. All, right, all right, number two. If you were the ARL, would you re-sign Mal Meninga? Now he's currently off contract. Can you give me a tick? Oh. Yeah. We've got the World Cup coming up. Yeah, I'd sign him. Two more years. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Question Morgan? three. I, to be honest, I don't care. I really don't care. His record's pretty good. Oh, yeah. I'm, who's going to tell him? More importantly, the question is, who tells Mal that he's no longer coach? Yeah, look, you wouldn't want to get in no. a mm. glove site with Mal Meninga, would you? Just, just let Cam Smith tell him. <laughs> no, his record speaks volumes. Even though he lost last week, his record's too good. Mm. All right. Number three. <laughs> Does there need to be an annual rugby league Anzac test? Now, this is off the back of a few New Zealand players saying they need to play some more footy. What do you think? Tick? Yes. Absolutely. But the players have to drive it because we always hear about the RLPA saying, oh, there's too much rugby league, the workload, whatever it may be. If they want to play more tests, the players have got to drive it through the Rugby League Players Association. And SATs, like an Anzac Day test, that's, I don't know what day that's falling on next year. So then give the teams like Penrith, Storm, Broncos probably, uh, remember Roosters. That, remember those Anzac Day clashes, but Melbourne do it really well down in Amy Park, the celebration. The, oh, I know. The Roosters and Dragons game. Like it's 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 Thursday. a pretty important day they, on the calendar. It's a Thursday. We could do it the, of April. We could do it the weekend before. Mm. You could have your before that or something. But I just yeah, if because players you're right, players are gonna complain that they're playing too much and the clubs are gonna feel disadvantaged. Well the players so, don't get any money out of it out of Don't they? Don't, get, footy. don't no. they get not paid like, a cent? Not like Origin. I mean What would you get? Ten grand a game? No, no, I'm talking about the clubs. Oh right, okay. Yeah. So, but but work out the draw so those clubs aren't disadvantaged. Um, and the other thing too, we talked about this off the air. The other clubs, the the tier two nations, they should play um, Origin time. Yeah, I like that option you put up. If there was one of the Origins that played on a a weekend, like a Sunday or whatever it may be, that yeah, you use that maybe that Friday and Saturday to play some of those games. I'd love mm. to see Samoa and Tonga playing 
yeah. on that weekend. That'd be awesome. Mm, be awesome. Absolutely. Rightio, thanks, Daddy. Good job there, buddy. Um, that is our three burning questions. Did you get timed out? <laughs> buddy. <laughs> Toolkit Depot, your buddy, yeah. Uh, everything you need under one roof. Tools, equipment, safety gear, workwear, in-store or online. Mate, the reason I'm giving you a buddy, when my Quadrella race was on, the last leg, I'm still alive, you changed it to below deck. Buddy, yeah. you lost. So... Exactly. I wouldn't have had you left the TV on. (laughs) Break time. More of your texts coming up next. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back uh, to the show. Sats and Jace here tonight. 0457 736 736 is our text number. You want to get involved or double eight double three if you're in New Zealand or 1300 011170 is our phone number. Coming up soon, um, we'll have the teams... For Australia versus Afghanistan, Glenn Maxwell back after his golf cart incident tonight yeah. for the Aussies. He's, well, he's expected to return. Now, from all reports, sort of hanging onto the back and it took off and he fell off and could have turned out very bad. Could have turned out really bad. How often do you see that as a headline? Player returns after golf cart mishap. <laughs> and tennis court mishap, you know, early in the year. Remember that? Well, he, was did his, too, yeah. he did his knee, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Playing tennis at a mm. birthday party. I think it was David Kidwell. Correct me if I'm right, listeners. But David Kidwell, I think, fell up, he, he fell off a ladder or something at his daughter's birthday, or he stepped on a toy and and ruptured his anterior cruciate ligament. Every dad injured themselves on, on Christmas Day. Yeah. Whether they're How on a skateboard. How bad was Lego? Oh, I wasn't, were you ever a Lego kid? I was never nah. a Lego kid. I wasn't allowed to have mm. fun. <laughs> Give us a quick text before we go to a break, Sats. Uh, we've got lo- lots of never wins, or lots of cricket as well. So let's get to one of the never wins. Uh, evening, lads. Anna Kornikova was at one point the most famous female tennis player in the world. Couldn't win a major. Philby in the capital. Yeah, good, good one, call. Philby. That's a really good one. Good call. Uh, what about non-winner? Buffalo Bills, four Super Bowls in a row from Coop. It's actually a really good documentary. Four Falls of Buffalo. Is it? Yeah, really? KO. Oh, there yeah. you go. All righty, break time. When we come back, more of your texts. And that's ridiculous on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Uh, welcome to the second hour of the show. Scotty Sattler's in the house. I'm Jason Matthews. Welcome to Sports Day. After the Melbourne Cup was run and won today without a fight. Great race. Won it, by, won it quite easily it in, did the in the end. end got to say, yeah. Mark Absolutely. Zaha on board. He's now won his second. What have I done? No, nothing. <laughs> you're just smiling. <laughs> hey, you're feisty tonight. Am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're all right. 
I'm fine, yeah. Okay. I'm absolutely fine. He's won his second Melbourne Cup in a row, yep. which is fantastic. I loved him after the race saying he's taking home another cup for his daughter. It was just really nice. Yeah. And his sister was there going nuts. So 5% of $4.4 million. It's not bad, is it? Plus a bonus. He'll probably get a bonus too, right? He'd have to from the owners, wouldn't he? Yeah. I wonder if you're allowed... Are you- yeah, it's, it's, complete, it's okay. completely up to them. Sometimes he'll ride in the Melbourne Cup. He'll get his fee. Yep. And then sometimes they'll offer 10%, like to the good jockeys, mm. to get them on their on their mount. But I remember last night when we spoke to Karen McAvoy, who's a, a, an amazing um, jockey. Why is it at 7 o'clock I cough every night? Hang on one second. <coughs> oh. um, excuse me. Every night. What? At this time, I start coughing. Lemon and hot water. I've got to start doing the sets. Mm. Um Kieran McAvoy last night. Yep. He has made for his connections two hundred and twenty million dollars in So he gets five percent of that. Five to ten. In his career. Mm. So he's picked up between eleven and twenty two million dollars in prize money alone. So he, he would have no problems paying mm. his phone bill each month. Uh, absolutely not. Hey, coming up soon, uh, that's ridiculous. If you've got one for us, oh four five seven seven three six. 736, apologies for my coughing. Um, Afghanistan have won the toss against Australia and have elected to bat. If we do it right, the game will be over by midnight. Mm. Hey, the budster on the text line said, that's ridiculous. Hey, lads, heard on SEN track, a punter had a dig on the mystery first four. $2.7 million. I think it paid 200 and something thousand. Are you serious? Or 24. Four something, twenty-four thousand. I think it was the first four. A mystery bet. Mystery bet. Two point seven million. Thanks, Budster. That's great, isn't mm. it? Hey, uh, tonight a lot of people texting through about uh, a team or individual who just can't quite win. And yeah. Of course, we kicked it off with Parramatta. Yep. <laughs> uh, much to the disgust of Steve and Dubbo. Hey, listen. Can I just say as well, th- there must be something in the air tonight because Man Boobs is going off. He's, he's going crazy. Isn't he's he? texting in mm. caps. He's saying uh, Jason and, and Sats, who hated rugby union but loved league, <laughs> you, Jason, put all the blame on James Teddy Tedesco when the whole kangaroo spine was the problem. No, I didn't completely blame James Tedesco. I asked Sats and our audience last night, is it, is it time for Teddy to hang up his boots when mm. it comes to rep football? I still think he's got a lot to give the game at a club level. I asked that. And Sats, he says here, Sats, you should know better. Sats actually said no. No, I think he, I think he should still have the number one jersey until he, until he is that bad that it's, that it's um, untenable that he can play there. Now, there's 17 players that had really unhappy games last Saturday. It doesn't happen that too often. Happen that often in the Australian jersey. So I hope, man, boobs, that clears everything up. Mm. What yep. else is there? Non-win, non-winners, guys. Mick from the Gong. Hey, fellas, what about Shane Haran? Remember Shane Haran, the surfer, run up to Mark Richards on the World Surf Tour four oh, years in a row. I don't remember. Yeah, can you remember? You remember Mark Richards? Yeah, of course. His style. What they used to call it, the wounded seagull. I don't something? remember. Yeah, no, is I'm that right, Mick from the Gong? I think it was. The wounded seagull, or something like that. The way that he, his style is, it was a lot different to everyone else on the on the circuit. By the way, Vertico has gotten the better of Steve Smith, and he's out of tonight's clash. Yep, probably a good thing to rest him. Well, right? Michael from Dremoyne says, "I know a Vertigo is going round and round in a golf buggy." Is that what he's saying? Might have happened to. Oh right, yeah um, right. Maxwell. Yep. Or he may, or Michael may have got Vertigo going around and around in a golf buggy. So, like I said, it's it's. It's a symptom, 
not a condition, vertigo. So how did my friend, she used to get vertigo in a lift. Mm-hmm. What symptom do you get from the lift? Well, no, was it was it diagnosed as vertigo? Or yeah, it was. was. So she had something else wrong with her that caused the vertigo to, might have been a middle ear infection. Right. Could have been some sort of. Gout. <laughs> Does that cause it? Have you ever had gout? Yes. Oh, how bad is it's it? It's a king's disease. Mm. That's. Uh, Mark from Quakers Hills on the line. G'day, Mark. Marky Mark and the Funky G'day, Boogie. G'day, Sats. How, How are, are we? Good. Mate, we're good. Did you have a bet today on the on the cup? No, I was working, unfortunately, while the cup was on, but um, I'll have to have a go at that next year. But uh, I can tell you two parties who would have vertigo over the next 12 months. Mm-hmm. I think it will be, it'll definitely be the Poms, the way we uh, knocked them out of the one-day International World Cup finals. True. And it'll be the... The Queensland State of Origin team next year when New South Wales knocks them out and does a series clean sweep. Questionable? No, no, not with Madge as our coach. In Madge, in in Madge, Madge we trust, is it? In Madge. It, in Madge he, we trust. Yeah, but it doesn't rhyme. We need something that rhymes. Doesn't have to. Doesn't have to as mm. long as we get the results on the paddock. That's what matters. Madge, the man with the badge. No, that doesn't work. No, it doesn't work either. No, we'll work it out. I've got to say, he, he really has. Yeah, really has proven, hasn't he, that uh, he can handle that short-term mm. coaching. Mark, he, he likes to get the players in that, especially high-performance players like that. That high-end elite players. Yeah, very much. Yeah, good stuff. All right, Mark. Thanks for your call, mate. Good stuff. Good Hang stuff. On, one one yep. thing I want. Yep. One thing yep. I just wanted to say yep. about the Pakistan versus New Zealand match a few days ago in the One Day International. Yep. Uh, game they had with the Duckworth-Lewis method. Now, New Zealand got 401, and Pakistan ended Mm. up getting about just over 200, according to the Duckworth-Lewis method. Mm. Now, as as part of the goodwill hunting mob, I'll try and simplify simplify this as much as I can. Basically, the formulas worked out where they, they would take New Zealand's score, and then they would get the amount of runs and the amount of what they call resources available to Pakistan over that time. In other words, it's a combination of runs and uh, of wickets and overs. And they worked it out that... I can't believe you did that. I can't believe you did that then. Oh, all right. You're still there, mate. Okay, in short, (laughs) a combination of the overs left and the amount of wickets they have to work out the end total. That's it. That's right. And uh, Pakistan ended up winning by 21 runs over New Zealand off 25.1 overs. Now, New Zealand went out and then it got over 400 runs in 50 overs. And I just wanted to get your guys' opinion. Do you think this Duckworth-Lewis method is overly fair? No one, no one it, actually knows what it entails. Even after you explained it. Yeah. yeah. All we know is that it's named after Wally Lewis yeah. and Ben Duckworth who used to play for That's Illawarra right. Steelers. That's correct. Mm. Thank you, mate. It's a terrible rule. It's a sussing. It's just, I only said another word then. No, it's not good. You're it's right. terrible. It, it's not. No. It's like the it's like the rule where if you take longer than two minutes because your helmet strap breaks. Oh, shut up! Yes. Why 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 wouldn't it be? Why don't we just go? Okay, New Zealand were two for two hundred at the end of the twentieth over. Pakistan had more than that, so they win. Mm. Why can't it be just that simple? Or they had less. Yeah. You know, and and for every wicket, for every wicket you lost, you lose ten runs. Something like that. 
Exactly. You know, it, make it simple so everyone understands it. Anyway, don't get, make That's me right. cranky. Thank you, Mark. Good stuff, Marky Mark. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hey, I'm uh, just – uh, so man boobs, we haven't allocated him into a group yet. Is he angry mob? Oh, absolutely. 100%, isn't he? Yeah. yeah Imagine him and Adrian and Bondi Jack and and Rooster Muzzle all in there together. Mm. Like what they'll, about, he'll be about, just typing out there. What about Buddy from Birong? He's a good guy. Do we have a good guy group? It's just like a blue collar good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't know if he's blue collar. No, he went it doesn't to a have private to be, school. No, it doesn't have to be a blue collar worker. It's just blue collar means just down to earth. Yeah. So Buddy from Birong is <laughs> going into the blue collar. Five five nine. Cool story, Hansel. <laughs> Why do our listeners? Turn on each other. It's okay for, for us to turn on you mm. and Sats and I to turn on each other. Yep. Is this the angriest show on radio? Well, you do make it a lot, a lot angrier than other shows. Now, Stormy Daniel says, listening on the SEN app, when it comes to non-winners, Sats and Woogie, on the topic of not being able to win the ultimate prize, former head coaches, the late Graham Murray, what a great coach he was, yep. and Brian Smith. Murray took the Steelers to the Tui's Cup final in 1992. They did, and they won it. The Roosters in 2000, the Hunter Mariners, I think, in 97, the World the Super League year, the Cowboys in 2005 to grand finals, but all lost. Smith, the Dragons, of course, 92, 93, 2001, 2010 at the Roosters. Yeah, perennial runners-up. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, great yeah. text. Let me put this to you, Sats, and our very smart listeners. Why can't we have a midweek cup in rugby league Moving forward. No, but I'm, you can't no, do it. But no, but maybe you can't use the first grade players, right? Would people really watch it then? I mean, I would because I, I would. Wanna, rugby I league s- fans would. I want to see the the future. Why couldn't we just have a national competition of the knockout? Uh, you know, the New South Wales Cup and 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 Q Cup players. Mm. Those clubs playing in a in a midweek comp. For a good amount of prize money throughout the and and then you'll see some NRL players. I want to see come back and play. In I that. want to see a preseason competition, knockout competition. Like we used to have the Tui's Challenge, which was a preseason comp knockout. Yep. Uh, the South Sydney one in nineteen ninety four. They just they were so entertaining to watch. Bobby McCarthy was their coach and Kenny Shine. But I want to see a, t- a preseason comp where ten teams and you make ten captains and they can draft. Players from any club to be part of their club, to be a part of their team. Knockout comp, maybe nine aside. Okay, yeah, I've got you. So Latrell Mitchell could be a captain, and he chooses uh, Cam Munster, and as part of a draft, he chooses whoever, Sua Faialonga. It's almost like an All-Stars. Yeah. I love it. Ten teams, pre-season competition, ten captains. Do you think the clubs would buy into this? No, they wouldn't. <laughs> of course they wouldn't. That's why it's great. Yeah. But a midweek cup, Wednesday night, that old Panasonic Cup, and you go out to regional areas and you play footy. Well, once upon a time, and, and the listeners will know this, that when when it was the the Panasonic Cup, when it was the midweek cup comp during the season, the Brisbane had a team in it. They won it one year. Uh, they had like a Western Division side as well who played in the finals, the final in the 70s. Had all these great stories of players that no one knew a lot about, but they'd get unearthed somehow. But... I mean, there's a there's a l- big gap now between sort of like your ho- your Queensland Cup, New South Wales Cup, and your country footy now than compared to what it was a long time ago. Because players used to get picked for Australia and New South Wales and Queensland out of the bush, mm. yeah, without even going to the Sydney comp. So even even soccer in Australia has like the FA, FFA Cup, right? Yep. Where club teams can play. Maybe it's a club competition. 
you know, and all of a sudden it's it's almost like the FA Cup mm. where everyone just – Second division teams get to play against the – First division, like you might have is – Is the argument that rugby league is probably a little bit, when it comes to confrontation, probably a little bit harder than those other teams, or those other competitions, those other codes? So if you've got a if you've got a guy that's a, a plumber from Monday to Friday, yep, and he's playing for, let's just say for argument's sake, it's the Narang Roosters, Narang Roosters, and they're going to go up against the Penrith Panthers in an FA Cup style knockout How competition. Good is this, it's this, great experience. This said plumber is going the biff <laughs> because your five minute sim bin rule's been brought in. Yep. He's going straight after the number seven. Is he? He's straight going straight after, after Nathan. Yeah. He's going after the body. Yeah. He's jealous because Nathan's with Mary Fowler. Yeah. He's going to put one on his massive chin. <laughs> straight up. And that plumber then all of a sudden becomes a national hero. He's on the Today Show. Mm-hmm. Then he, I'm loving it. What do yeah. you think? 0457 736 736. We are doing this uh, sports update Thanks to our great mates at Era Gear to save time and water. The Australia's 11 tonight. Head Warner. Oh, Warner, what's he doing in the team? Why wouldn't he be? Seriously, why would why would you be playing Warner tonight? Do not antagonise our listeners. He's the worst crick batsman. Craig. We will, lo- we will lose tonight to mm. Afghanistan because Warner's in there. Mm. Come on, Craig from Maitland. Where are you? Uh, Marsh, Labuschagne, Maxwell, Inglis, Stoinis, Cummins, Stark, Zampo, who's having a good campaign, isn't he? And Hazelwood, that is the 11 to take on uh, Afghanistan. Afghanistan have won a toss and they will bat first. Um, hey, what about Mick? <clears throat> Mick in Margaret River says, happy days over here. Grabbed a fistful of cash with the winner and exacta. Thanks, Marky boy. That's Mark Zara. Good WA boy. Fair bit of his family down here in Margaret River. Yeah, Nice. You locals celebrate. That would have been a big day in the pub today. Yeah, and that and don't forget too, the race is on at midday. Oh, it is in too. WA, so they would have been the pub would have been packed from yeah. seven a.m. Canara Cowboy on the text line. Reggie Strickland is a professional boxer. His record is three hundred and sixty-three fights for sixty-six wins, worst in boxing history. Oh God, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Well, oh, mm. we'll save that for that's ridiculous. I've that's coming up it. next. Okay. Right. Hey, Steve from Dubbo says the whack pack is a, a good guy group, which makes me think. I thought about it this morning. It just reminded me. We don't have we don't have any women in the whack pack. Yeah, we do have some women listeners as well. But we don't have them in the whack pack. Mm. Do we want the whack pack around our female listeners? No. Hey, where do we put Craig from Maitland? Is he he's whack pack, isn't no, he? No. He can just look in. Hey? I watched a combined Brisbane versus Para the other day, Sats. Para smacked him. I think it was 84. Of course they did. Of course they did, Steve. Mm. Now uh, we've got non-winners. The great white gummy shark is by far the worst choker in majors history and yep. Australian sports history. Look at me, Greg, you big-headed toad tosser. <laughs> See? Again, Bondi Jack, angry mob. Just so angry. Um, Mick said they are open from 5.30am this morning, oh, lads. Stop the fuck. That, see, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I yeah. love that, though. I'm moving to W. Are there any laws, Mick, in WA? Like, any at all? Give us a call. I wanna, I've got some questions so for you, you. So, Mick, and this is a serious question, and I should know this. The wounded gull. Yes, you're right, with um, Mark Richards was the wounded gull, his style. Yeah, right. Now, um, I should know this growing up in pubs, but is there a different licence for... Days like the Melbourne Cup where you can open 
earlier hours. Have you got to apply for a license? What's the what's the story there, Mick? The publican? Yeah, he'll tell us. Mm. Call us, Mick, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Uh Brent Reed suggesting you'd sell would you would you sell Jason Taumalolo to keep Tom Dearden? And yeah, this Cotter? is this is something Brent Reed threw up uh, a couple of days ago actually, because They've got to pay big money to keep Dearden. Obviously, they've made an official offer to him, the Cowboys, before November 1. He's going to demand more than that on the open market. If they want to keep him, are they going to be able to keep him, Cotter, Taumalolo, Jeremiah Nene has been locked in, Val Holmes has got to be re-locked in as well, who, who is on good money. Are they going to be able to keep all of them? With Tommy Dearden at 22, like he's your future. He's a future captain as well. Where does that sit? Like, have they got it? Brent Reid sort of threw up the, the argument, the debate. Do they start to sell on Jason Taumalolo now, where they'd have to pay some of his contract, and another club pick him up? Yeah, well, see, it's kind of the opposite problem to like we talked about last night about going yeah. to to the Bronx. Are they going to have enough money to to get dead and with everyone else to try and upgrade? Jason Taumalolo, how how long has he got left on this ten year deal? I think he's got about three, three more years. Definitely three might be four. And how old is he now, Sats? 30 or higher? Yeah, no, no. He's he's about 29 or 30, Jason, at Taumalolo. Okay. Where, yeah, perhaps. Mm. But would you ha- you'd have to sell him at the rate he's on now at the at the, at the the Cowboys, and that's a mill a year, isn't it? Yeah, so what is do you he think? worth a mill a year? What would he be worth on the open market now, listeners? Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six or double eight double three for our Kiwi listeners. What if Tamalala was off off contract right now and went to the market? What would he be worth? You, well, you got to start at a million, don't you? That's what he's on now. No, if he's coming, just say he's coming off a million and he's going to the open market now. Fresh. Oh meat. right, okay. So Fresh it's not meat. okay yet. What you, what what is he worth on the open market? I, I, when he's thirty three or when he's thirty? When he's thirty right now. I I think he's worth. Eight hundred. Yeah, he's not. He's not. Mil, he's not worth a million dollars. He's certainly not as devastating as he used to well, be. It depends the way you play him. Yeah, I right. Suppose also. I mean, where would you play him then? How would you play him? Uh, so I've always thought he'd be a really good. It let him make up his own rules when it comes to attack. Like, not always have to be that man that's that's taking those real hard, those tough runs and setting up. Yeah, you know, the the play the ball, the quick play the ball, momentum for the next guy. I I feel as though as a defender, I want him running through the middle of the field because I've got other defenders around yeah, me to help yeah, me. Yeah. I don't want to be defending on an edge where I used to defend. I don't want to be defending there and him being that man that's that's running between me and the halfback for argument's sake. So yeah. I think the older you get, you got to obviously play them differently. Tommy, uh, Toddy Payton will, you know, he's a very smart coach. He'll he'll play in the right way. But if he was on the market now. I'd say yeah, I'd say seven fifty. Yeah, five five nine says seven hundred. Mick from yeah. uh, Margaret Rivers on the phone. Mickey, how are you, buddy? Good boys, bit knackered, but just trucking on. How are you two? What are you knackered from counting all your money today, or <laughs> not? Ah, sat there, hilarious. Wow, it's hard work trying to pick a winner in the Melbourne Cup. Yeah, it is. It is not for you, but so were you working behind the bar today, mate? Yeah, mate, always. So what? So you open, you seriously fed him open at five thirty this morning? Just for the punt, don't let anyone drink until about eight, because oh. otherwise it'll be upside down. Right. So, okay. So what's the story there? Do you have to get? A, are you allowed to get a special license for these sort of days, Mickey? No, just just roll on. So it's a tavern license, and just open and away you go. Wow. So as long as you're not open at three in the morning, 
But yeah, it's um things get a bit out of hand down this way, so usually things are shut by about seven. But Sunbury Race Course opened again for the first time in three years, so twenty odd buses went up there, so they so, can have them all. So how far are you from Bunbury? Uh, about an hour. Wow. Now you would have some twitchy so, people between seven AM what five thirty AM and eight AM waiting for that first beer. Oh no, they're all right. Oh, they gotta go on gotta try and make some money down here, mate. Yeah, mm. before they start slamming it down the neck. But yeah, no, it's all good. It's um used to get out of hand, but I mean <laughs> I know most of them so I can keep most people <laughs> under under control. But yeah, it's pretty pretty good. Um, so the one thing that still ticks me off for twenty years of PABs. It's people that don't know how to mark cup on the ticket or MR7 or can you take F plus? Great beer to Zeus. Run out of bet. Uh, Mick, I've got one quick... responsibly. I've got one, I've got one question for you, though. Over here in the east, we go, oh, it's it's midday somewhere. Like, we normally go, it's 10 o'clock here, we're having a beer. Oh, it's 12 o'clock in New Zealand. Do you say it's 12 or 1 o'clock in the east? Do you get away with it that way? Yeah, easy, mate. Every yeah. day of the week. Mm, there you go. on Sunday. There you go. All right, all right, mate. We'll Good let stuff, you go home Mickey. and count all your yeah, cash, boy. mate. Bye. There you well go. Done, legend. There's a man whose Duna cover is full of hundred dollar bills. Yeah, right exactly. There. Uh, when it comes to the midweek cup, man boobs. I didn't suggest the midweek cup. That's ridiculous. That's what Woogie, Woogie was the one that suggested it. Now, don't throw me under the when bus. When we talk about your FFA style FA Cup knockout, yep. second group division teams playing against yep. NRL clubs. Uh, Michael says, gents, James Fisher-Harris versus the Narang Roosters halfback sounds dangerous to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't think of it in reverse. But what are, he's got the plumber protecting him. Yeah. The plumber's protecting the number seven for the Narang Roosters. Exactly. JT on an open market would get close to a million bucks, but have to play for the Tigers. Awesome, George. Yeah, good call. Anywhere else, probably 800K max. Uh, that's from... Yeah, that's true, Cowboy. Zero, yeah, Cowboy. Yeah. yeah, good call, mate. Yeah, it depends on the club, of course. Yeah, you're exactly right. Um, Steve, and again, you win some, you lose more. Says next year I'm going to throw $200 on every horse in the Melbourne Cup and hope a 50 to 1 shot gets up. Yeah, well, what about our mate Sugar before we go to the break? Oh, the Sugar Files. How'd that go today? Would have won heaps, right? So his six nominations, not one of them came in the top five. Are you serious? Yeah, but I know where you're going here. Again, you're looking to drag a man down. I'm sorry. I'm just asking the question. I'm following up no, for our listeners. No, 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 no. I don't like your insinuations against what my do you man mean? Sugar. Joel Kane has got a very good percentage rate when it comes to winning the Melbourne Cup with his files. Now, he didn't succeed today. But he you didn't want, even finish in the top but five. But you want to drag him down. I'm not dragging him down. It's like Mal Meninga, he's got like a 95% win rate for this, the Kangaroos. I would never sack Mal Meninga. I'm scared of him. <laughs> I am too. I know who to pick a fight with. Quickly, yeah. one more. Before you so, Joel Kane, no good today. No, he didn't, no. Kabibara, 700K at best. Last few years have been average. Um, also, uh, we've got here kangaroos. The kangaroos are winning. They uh, The kangaroos are whining. They were fatigued after a drawn-out season, Adrian says. What a cop-out. Australia rested Haas, Tino, and Liam Martin, and the Kiwis played just as many games. Meninga was clearly clueless last week. Well, is it? they were just outplayed. Yeah. Simple as that. Right, yeah, we've got to go to a break. That's ridiculous. Is uh, coming up uh, real soon. Oh, the other one we wanted to quickly... Touch on was Ange Postacoglu. Uh, his uh, Spurs got done 4-1 to Chelsea. That wasn't a true indication of the match. They had two red cards, Spurs as well. Went up 1-0 after six minutes. Yep. Were uh, the red cards for something ridiculous? Yes. I rest my case.
a guy miss kicks the ball, hits someone in the shins. He looks like he's been shot. And then the Spurs player gets red. It, like if you if you're an alien, you just land on this planet. You go, who shot that soccer player? Rat, Matt Rat would be able to talk to the alien because <laughs> he can he'd get the information it. out of him. Yeah. Good call. Seriously. Uh, Irrigir offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions. Save time and water. Irrigir is here. Uh, LA Chargers have snapped uh, the New York Jets three-game winning streak with 27 points to six victory to go four and four. Hey, how about, how about the Las Vegas? Um, what are they called? Um, the Raiders. Lo- Raiders. Mm-hmm. They, they sacked the coach they won. Mm-hmm. On the weekend, and then they're all in the dressing room smoking cigars afterwards. Oh, I remember Kobe Bryant commenting on the late after he retired. The Lakers had had a dismal season. They had a win, and they're all layering up in front of the cameras and making all these outlandish comments. And they said to Kobe, "What do you think?" And he just the look on his face was just total disgust, absolute disgust. They must have hated their coach, but it isn't. They are the Americans, and the Americans NFL players can just get on with it. They can layer up better than anyone. So were they were they celebrating the fact their coach they didn't like is gone, or are they celebrating the fact that they pulled the fingers out? They celebrated they finally broke the drought. Yeah, and you know what? They beat mm. the Giants. Whoop de doo. That's mm. not a big win. The Giants are struggling. You take any win when you can get it. Yeah, good point. Yep. Particularly in that sort of uh, contest. Beaumont Tiles is giving away a trip for two to America's footy footy biggest game worth over seventy thousand dollars. Just shop in store. At Beaumont's before November 12, you've got five days for your chance to win. T's and C's applies. Uh, break time. When we come back, that's ridiculous. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be... Someone's got to be accountable for this. Yeah, we are. I'll chuck one in from Mick. Uh, I've got a That's Ridiculous. Someone, so yeah, punter just cashed... I think you said this earlier. 833% first four, way more ass than... Come on, that's ridiculous. Well, it's a mystery bet, isn't it? It's not like you've researched and... Is no, that, is that the right, same yeah. one? Yeah, that's... Well, that, I don't know. First four. Yeah, you, can you do a mystery first four? You win some, you lose more, guys? I think you do. Yeah, I think you do. I think mm. you do. Yeah. Rodio, what do you got for us? Uh, that's ridiculous. I've got um, Mickey G from Woodbury driving around the Loud crew around Sydney. Um, buses in Finland. Mm. He probably knows this already. But this is a good that's ridiculous because I think this needs to be implemented throughout Australia. So buses in Finland have a, you know, when you push the button for the next stop? Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. For it to stop, yeah. yeah. So as you're getting off, there's another button you press that says thank you to the bus driver. Come on, that's ridiculous. My girls thank the bus driver every day. Yeah, but if you're going off the back, the back door. You should have thanks. Yeah, you could. Mickey, do most people say thanks? Good question. I, lo- I love that question. Because we, we taught our girls to say thanks to the bu- bus drivers because it's a thankless task, particularly a school bus. Yep. The snotty-nosed little you-know-what. Yep. Yeah, good, yeah, Mickey, let us know. Do most people say thanks? Um, I've got one for you. Check your piggy banks because an Aussie two-cent coin is worth 
500 bucks. Come on, that's ridiculous. Oh, I swear to God, I think I've got a bag at home of, of old coins my dad left to me. Well, mate, you'd actually... I haven't actually been through it, but I think there's all a heap of old coins in there. I don't know if it's every two-cent coin. I don't want everyone to get sort of oh, super excited, to, but it might be a certain one with a certain date. Mm. Hey, what about this? That's ridiculous. This is back to the the Everest in Sydney. Yeah. A New Zealand punter, $10 million from um, one of the betting agencies by correctly predicting all 12 finishing spots in the Everest, one of the richest uh, wins in horse race history. He had one shot in 479 million. Come on, that's ridiculous. $10 million. Yeah, maybe he should do his own files. He could replace sugar. No, well, you'd be Next careful year. with that because... We've got Cowboy says 20 to the last 25 from the Sugar Files. In Sugar We Trust. Although he said Sats did spank him every week and let it ride. <laughs> Kim Ka- <laughs> Another one. Kim Kardashian signs with NBA, with the NBA on a multi-year what? deal, which may- <laughs> this should be a what, yeah, which makes Kim's brand Skins the official underwear partner of the NBA and USA Basketball. Come on, that's ridiculous. Wait, so uh, are the boys now wearing... Like G-bangers and women's underwear. Well, then there's nothing wrong with that, of course. If that's their preference, they can wear women's underwear. But, it, yeah, but that awkward conversation in the change rooms. I know what, he, I know what Daddy's going to say. I here. thought there was already a brand called Skins. Yeah, it's hers. No, but a ri- years ago there was Skins uh, as in the, oh, um, the, sw- the athletic yeah. sort of um, recovery tights. Which NBA player would you most like to see in some frilly undies in the change rooms at an NBA game? Mm, the Greek freak. <laughs> then you know why he's I want to see Shaq in oh a pair God. of skins. Yeah. Mm. Daddy, I know what you're going to say. You know he's got the biggest. You know he's got what, the, what? Stop. <laughs> what? Do you know that Shaq's got the biggest? Um, <laughs> stop. He's got the biggest one purchase at Walmart. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know you're going to say NBA women. No. But we're just doing some gear. No, it's men's. So men's have got to wear lingerie now. No. She, she's released like a sport sports line for men. So it's like your body science kind of underwear, you know. Like they wear in the rugby league, you know, the shorts they wear under their um, footy shorts. It's like that. And she'll, I think she'll also do like, she'll eventually do like the elbow sleeves and things like that. Is this and the- it, it skims, not skins. So well, that's skims with an M. Yeah, yeah, with an M. Oh, okay. Well, on the run sheet, I'm just, oh, we're just reading, reading what's there, mate. Skins. Well, it's, yeah. it's been left over from Sam last week, obviously. Oh, and don't I've get out. Say, I've got to say, I'm looking at Come the, on, that's ridiculous. I'm looking at the keyboard, actually, and the M is next to the N. Mm, fat fingers. Yep. Yeah. Uh, any more? One more. Uh, we have, um, we got here, boys, that's ridiculous. Brent Reed is a clueless. No, I'm not going to. Well, Reed is one of our mates. Yeah. He, uh. Take a chill pill, Brent. Dearden is just a player and proved it again in 23. He's worth about 300. Come on, Bondi Jack. You're ridiculous. Bondi Jack just proving he's angry. <laughs> uh, boys, SCN Track Boys said sports bet, which is, this is what you said earlier, Sats, paid out a $200 mystery bet today. Figure was around $2.7 Cowboy says it's skims, not skins. And boys, it's the WNBA, not the NBA. WNBA. Is that what it is? Is that what it is? You're the WNBA. producer. Yeah. Yeah. I just said that. 
We said the NBA. Yeah, but I, I said we're doing gear. Yeah, oh, okay. No, I read N- <laughs> NBA. Oh. This is a great show. <laughs> if I wasn't on it, I would Lucky we have smart listeners. Mm. I'm going to break. This Keeps is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. I've got to say, I must be hungry. Listeners, <laughs> Woogie, I wish we could... Oh. I wish we could put the brakes to air because Woogie... Woogie is closely becoming the chairman of the Angry Mob. People really annoy me, Sats. Mm. You know what it's about? Don't start me. I'm sick of this woke rubbish. The no. chairman of Dubbo has just said, where was Glenn tonight? I'm concerned about him being at Melbourne Cup Day. Well, he, he uh, sent us a text last night, which we didn't read out. Because uh, I think it was after the show, he's uh, resigned from going on air, which we accept. Why? Oh, because we cut him off last night because he was going on about some rubbish. He hasn't. You know what it is, Sats. He hasn't taken on our advice and take me out of the picture, right? Because yeah. he and I, we 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 clash, right? But you and Rat have given him great advice. You hit the you hit it hard, right? Yeah, You're exactly. Straight, like so, the day before the Melbourne Cup. You would think he'd go bang with his tip straight away. Yeah. But no. Well, I just want to let you know my trifecta for the Melbourne Cup is. Bang. Well, have a listen. He doesn't read the room. But he broke into Judge Judy (laughs) and the cutter. Can I just say, anyone who, after tonight, if anyone mentions Kardashians on this show, sacked. Yeah. Straight off. So uh, Glenn's decided that he will continue listening. He doesn't want to come on the show anymore, and we accept that. And we endorse that heavily. <laughs> and uh, he thinks our ratings will take a hit because he's not on. And that's, I guess that's something that we're willing to risk, right? There's not a lot of love here for Reedy, Brent Reed. <laughs> Man boobs is probably the, the biggest instigator here. He's a friend of, he's a friend of ours, isn't he, Reedy? Yeah, he's Reedy's a good man, a good Reedy. He's a terrific yeah. bloke. Yeah, so. Leave Reedy alone. What he does, what he does, Man boobs, is he's got to, he wants to incite Conversation. Conversation. And he's got people talking about what would you do with Eden and Taumalolo. It's it's not a bad conversation. Um, hey, it's got to do a quick community update before yeah. I rant and rave about some other stuff. Uh, thanks to Firecoat, be alert and prepared this bushfire season. There's a large fire at Sawyer's Creek uh, in the Donnybrook State Forest covering 7,400 hectares what? and is being controlled, by the way. So if you're in Tarbon, Back Creek, Woodside and Sunnyside areas, please continue to monitor conditions and take advice from firefighters on the ground and know your plan if conditions change and stay up to date on all bushfire warnings online with the New South Wales Rural Fire Service. Visit rfs.newsouthwales.gov.au and this community update thanks to the new fire coat, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions available from Bunnings Warehouse. Mm. Uh, Woodside, yeah, it's it's all in those areas that are this time of year. I couldn't imagine how tough it'd be mm. being in those areas up around sort of. But th- I think Woodside's out around sort of just over the border, Tannerfield, 
just on the New South Wales side of the border. And these are controlled burn-offs too, by the way. Yeah. So uh, hopefully everything will be all right there. Yeah, exactly. Let's get to some text now. At the start of the show, we spoke about uh, on the back of the last place getter of the Melbourne Cup, which of course was uh, Magical Lagoon. So what are some of the sportsmen, women, teams that just can't get the ultimate prize for whatever reason? Uh, hi, guys. On my way back to Sussex Inlet. I just want to tell you, Sussex Inlet is in the south coast. We discovered that last yep. night. Home of the mighty Sussex Inlet Panthers, non-winners, me. Haven't picked a winner since 2009. That's ridiculous. Decided to go on a hire scooter in Wollongong today, and I was cutting it fine to get to the train. The thing maxed out at 10 kilometres per hour. What? I could have run faster than that Tiger Ray from the gong. So you got on an e-scooter and wouldn't yeah. go quicker than 10k an hour. I don't like those e-scooters. Well, you, you know me. I had, I had a bad crash on mine. Oh, did you? Yeah. Took bark all off me everywhere. A kid was laughing at me when I, <laughs> when I hit the sidewalk. Kiwi Lincoln from Pottsville says, All Blacks 91 to 2011, despite being the undisputed best in the world, couldn't win the World Cup. 24 years of pain for All Black supporters. Hey, Lincoln, there's a really good book called Redemption. It's about what Sir Graham Henry did from 2007 when they were bundled out by France in the quarterfinals all the way through to when they they won the World Cup, the home World Cup in 2011. It's a great, great read called Redemption. Hey, we're talking about uh, what happened to Angelo Matthews, the Sri Lankan player yeah, overnight yeah. in the ODI cricket and the two minutes that you have from dismissal to, to face the first You know ball. he had his helmet on, hey, when he walked out. He left the dressing room with the helmet on. He had it all strapped up. And then as he was about to face the first ball, he just went like that to, to tighten the mm. – as you do the little mm. idiosyncrasies mm. that you do, like David mm. Warner takes his mm. glove Velcros off after every ball. And, and as he went like that, it broke. Mm. And so he took it off as if to say, hey, guys, I've got And he walked fix. away. And they went, no, nah, you're and out. He, and he walked away. You're out. He didn't ask the umpire or the, or the skipper of the opposition, they should say, can I go and get this changed? After the World Cup, the yeah. rule should be oh, here we if go. you don't make the two minutes <laughs> – if you don't make the two minutes, Radio. we'll take two overs off you or 30 runs. Aussies, none for 20. Uh, sorry, Afghanistan, none for 20 after four overs. Break time. Back with the last laugh next. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Can we try and get Reedy on this week? Yeah, we should. I like that little debate. I want to throw that up. We'll try and get him on tomorrow night. It's inciting violence on the text line. (laughs) Only if the listener will behave themselves. We'll try and get Brenton Reid on tomorrow night if he's not on holidays. Now, on the text line, Crime Scene says, Don't be weak, Sats. Joel Kane laughs while Fletch pokes fun at you two all the time. Joel would be the worst person to be at the same retirement home as. I've already heard his memorable life moments a dozen times. I predict that he will suffer a pillow-related accident while sleeping. <laughs> that's, that's, is that a death threat? I just, I just want to see what, what group Crime Scene's in. Crime Scene... We haven't put him in a, in a group yet, crime scene. I think angry. At the mm. moment, crime scene's in angry. He's bordering between angry and blue collar. 
Timmy's on the text saying... I oh, won- no, crime scene's in the whack pack. Sorry. I 100% didn't know that the two-minute thing was a rule. Timmy from Ashfield. Thanks yeah. for it. Uh, nor did Angelo Matthews. Mm. If you're trying to save time, Steve Smith should be given out for changing his gloves and taking an extra 60 seconds every 15 minutes. Oh, mate, I'm with you on that as well, Nara Matt. I hate that. Yep. I hate the time-wasting in cricket now. Mm. Get on with Does it. Does he change his gloves that often oh, in well, test cricket? probably exaggerating a little bit, but, yeah, just get on with it. Yeah. It's not – you're just hitting a ball for a living. Mm. Uh, I think it's pronounced Urani. Had over 100 starts in the late 80s. This is non-winners. Never won a race, but did <clears> run a place behind Kingston Town. Died a maiden. Rabbit Borough tomorrow. There you go. Yeah. It's the fat pizza of horse racing. Yeah. Hey, uh, the tourist who's on Joel and Fletch to run home, he suffers from a vertigo. In vertigo? No, vertigo. Right. Yeah, so he said it's like from a middle ear infection or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, he also suffers from playing bad sound effects too. Is that giving vertigo as well? That's not true at all. Okay. That's not true. A comment on the World Cup. Yep. This is from Cookie. Who cares? <laughs> My God, this thing has gone on and on and on. It's the world's longest competition. It's just so bloody boring. Why don't they uh, end the bloody thing? Uh, There's something in the air tonight, isn't there? There is. You started it. Why? You started it. Stats, you're so wrong. Please don't apply for a spot on the Australian cricket board. Or maybe you should. Billy Boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gluey from Newey, I'd love to read your text out, but... I think I'm already in enough trouble for tonight. Let's do this. On Sports Day, it's time for The Last Laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. He's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. from here, he says, maybe the West Tigers have vertigo. They just can't get off the bottom of the the table. (laughs) Um, So how do you know? How do you really know what the weight... um, How do you know, really know what... Uh, how heavy a chilli pepper is. How I, do you really know? I don't know. Give it away, give it away, give it away. <laughs> what? How do you know how heavy a chilli pepper is? You give it, give away, it away, give it away. Which is a song from the Chilli Peppers. Oh yeah, back tomorrow night. I'm going home to cry. Uh, See you then. Goodbye!